And now for part two. In chapter, uh, in chapter three, uh, now here's where we get that kind of wisdom sort of literature where he makes a lot of, uh, 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 James makes, a, or Jacobus, whatever you want to say, uh, makes uh, some of these things. He starts in verse two, uh, for many things we, in many things we offend all. If not, uh, if any man offend not word, oh man, I read that all weird. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man. Okay, so there's our word perfect again. So if anybody is an offended word, um, if you're able to control your 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 offenses towards other, you're you're doing good, and also be able to bridle the whole body. Behold, we put bits in horses' mouth. And they obey us and we turn about their whole body. So, you know, you think of a bit, you put it in the, the horse's mouth. You can really stop a horse dead if you know how to bend them, right? They call it when you're cowboying out there. You bend that horse, he's really out of control. You turn the mouth and that he can't run forward. He's got to stop. So you can uh, affect their whole body. Behold, we put this horse's mouth. Okay, so then verse four. Behold also the ships, which though they be so great and they are driven by fear, driven of fierce winds, Yet they are turned about with a very small helm, whithersoever the governor, governor listed or the captain. So we're talking about that, that rudder there. The rudder and the overall size of the ship is much smaller than the whole ship, but that little rudder can do a lot. Um, even so, the tongue is a little member and boasteth great things. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindleth. And a tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So, all right, let's break that down a little bit. So, Gary, what, what do you think he's talking about when he's talking about the tongue offending? I mean, are we are we really undoing everything just by saying a few words? Is our uh, religion, like he says, our religions for not? <laughs> well, hopefully we don't undo everything, but we we do need to think about it. And I love the part where he says it just doesn't work to be at verse ten out of the same mouth for blessing and cursing. Right, right, good and bad. Mm -hmm. um, now, this gets complicated as well, and so we don't want to gloss over this too simply, but but the fact of the matter is we don't think enough about the power of what we say. And um, so let's be honest that there is – we're going to go back to this double-minded issue, right? There is not anyone of us that isn't double-minded in some way. There isn't anyone who doesn't have intents to be doing better than what they are doing, right? And so – there will be people who bear testimony and express love to their family one day, and then later that day, they say some harmful things. That right. happens. Um, but what he's telling us is that's not how it's supposed to be. So we want to be striving for how it's supposed to be. And when we fall short, we repent, and we should do that daily. That's why we have daily repentance, right, um, to, to do that. But we need to keep in mind the power of of what we say and what we do so maybe i can just uh i'll try not to get going on this too long but i've been thinking about this a lot lately because uh you know someone that works with uh, young adults in my job and with youth in my calling and someone that has young adult and youth children um and i'm looking at all of this uh, mental health stuff so i've really been looking into a, a lot of, of what's going on in terms of mental health and what i've been looking at recently are uh, two things one um, our, our brain, our brain's main job is to keep us alive, right? So mm -hmm. keep us breathing, uh, keep blood flowing, all that kind of thing, but also to be on the lookout for trouble. So our brain is programmed to notice trouble more than everything's fine. 
And that's a fantastic thing, except for that one of the things that translates into is that if I were to say 10 things to you and five of them were positive and five were negative, you would remember like six to seven negative things, or I mean, 60 to 70% of what you'd remember would be the negative things. Right. Um, and, and so that's our ability to harm is in some ways greater than our ability to help. And yet so often we are too busy pointing out the things people need to do better, not the things they're doing well. Uh, I've also been studying trauma a bit and there is a true pandemic of trauma in our nation and in our world from children who uh, had too many cruel things said to them in their homes and their families. Hmm. And it, it's a, it's having huge effects right now. Again, we've all made mistakes. Uh, everyone has. And uh, the wonderful thing is that Christ can heal us when we have done it wrong and heal those whom we've harmed. And I rely on that a great deal. Um, but I, I think we just need to think more about being careful what we say in person, online. We need to get more positive out there. I've been trying to throw out more positive things on, on social media lately, and I've, I get so busy sometimes I forget to do it and so on. I need to do better at that. But um, but in our homes as well, we just need to like consciously be thinking, how can I build? How can I testify? How can I edify? And just forget that negative stuff. As a parent, you're going to have to sometimes correct. You're going to have to sometimes teach and instruct. And we need to think of it that way teaching less than correcting and getting after. But I think like when you're walking around in the church and you're walking around other places, 99.9% .9 of the time, you got no business doing the correcting and the, and the saying the negative right. things. Yeah. That, that's not your job. Your job is to edify and make people feel God's love. That's our overall job is to make people, God, people feel God's love. And the things we do will certainly uh, have a lot to do with that, but the things we say have a lot to do with that. Yeah. And let's extend that now to, to um to our social media yeah social media has become our tongue and what are we doing with our time on there what are we saying are are, are we contributing uh positively or negatively so let's think about that you know I, I, a little maybe if he had lived today if james lived today he would say you know a, a little tweet it goes a long way or you know a, a tweet <laughs> yeah. And, yeah you know just a little bit of that can really hurt or a comment on that can really offend somebody and a lot of times it's exactly what you said we don't have most of the time we don't have right to tell people what they should or shouldn't be doing and if we do have a thought about that let's lead by example let's show them a better way or do something in our actions rather than tell them what they should be doing i'm going to first look at my own behavior and I think, well, you know, I, I, I use this analogy a lot too. Like, you know, you, someone cuts you off in traffic and you're so angry, that stupid driver, he's so dumb. And then you think about the time that you were thinking about something, your, your child was sick or whatever, and you weren't looking in your blind spot and you cut over. I mean, maybe only did that, you know, once in a decade, <laughs> maybe, but <laughs> maybe that was your day. Well, maybe that's their day. So let's, yeah. let's let some of these little offenses go and some of these slights. And if you want to do better, rather than correct them, tell them what they should do, just show them what they should do by being nicer to them right then. Yeah. I've got a friend who, when I'm driving with him and he sees someone do something stupid, he always says, I'm just going to assume that they're on their way to the hospital with someone <laughs> right now. Right. Yep. And 
I, I, that, that as soon as he says that, I'm like, okay, actually, I feel much better. Okay. I think about that all the time. I really, there's someone, you know, someone just whizzes by you on the freeway, and I'm like, they really don't need to be going that fast. And I'm like, why do I care? I mean, they didn't hit me, and uh, maybe they, uh, maybe they're on the way somewhere to the hospital or whatever. So I, yeah, that's great. So I know dumb traffic analogies, but that's what we're getting at is don't let our speech. And now remember, online speech is still speech. Let's let our speech be uplifting. Let it be building. And and um, if if there's a place to reprove uh, or or you know call someone out, that happens from time to time. Far less than we think it is. At least a, yeah. a lot of people do. But if there's a thing, then you show forth an increase of love towards him who has reproved, lest he esteem thee to be his enemy. So so if there's I would a chance, say even you, oh yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I say if you have to correct somebody, if you need to, and if it's your job, and if it's your uh, purview or your stewardship to reprove someone let's make sure that you they know that you're you're on their side that you're not there to, to pound them down you're, you're there to help them up but you correct it quickly what were you gonna say Carrie? yeah a very similar thing just uh if you do need to correct someone especially in a family situation or but whatever uh again i'd say if you're gonna do one correcting you better get like five to ten positive things oh, in yeah. or on, on either side of that, right. Or, or around. And, and again, we've all made mistakes. Uh, I, I keep thinking back as I'm doing this studying on trauma and everything, I, I keep thinking back and saying, man, I, I really tried to do well as a, a parent, but I'm sure, I'm sure some of this stuff I did wrong. I, I'm, I'm a hundred percent sure of it. And, uh, and so I, I'm glad I can just pray to God and say, please heal people who I wounded without intending to wound. But the, the key, if we're going to tie some of these things we've been talking about, if we're going to tie them together, if you are acting out of love, uh, if you just act on those loving impulses then, and, and are consciously trying to act on them, you'll start saying a lot more things. You'll start visiting more people, saying more edifying things uplifting people, getting online to say uplifting things, uh, just start acting on our loving impulses and stop acting on our less noble impulses. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think the same thing. I think, boy, could I have said that differently? Could we have handled that situation um, better? What would the Savior have, have done to, if it, you know, or if your dad was there, would he have said something better, you know, if your father in heaven was there, what would he want you to have said? I mean, I know it's a big standard and we can't always be that perfect, but like you said earlier, I think that we can pray for the healing. And look, I'm going to go on record and say that my folks didn't do everything right all the time. Hey. What? No, and they didn't. They didn't do everything right. Sometimes they said something that I didn't like, that they accused me of something that I, that I was not doing. But you know what? I'm going to let that go. I still, I'm going to extol them yeah. for the good things they did. And that stuff doesn't matter to me. And I hope that my kids will extend me the same, um, yeah, the, the same courtesy is that he didn't do everything right, but he really tried for some good things. And hey, you, I hope they're better than me. I hope that they are better than I am. And, you know, if, if we were doing that and, and we can extend that to our extended family and, and to our country uh, and to our world, you know, yeah, some people didn't do some things right, but rather than tear your family down, let's exemplify what we can do to make it right rather than start going off on what this person should have done or this person in history should have done or what these what the the country should have done here or what the world should have done there yeah uh, that's past you know uh, okay so what do we do now to fix it and we'll we'll expect that they were people of their time and we're people of our time and if we have a better vantage point well then let's be better about doing it ourselves but being better does not uh does not mean being a, a critic all the time I think that that's 
where we think that we're so smart. If we can criticize, if we can point that out, then that makes us better. That's not being a doer of the word. That's being a hearer. So you hear about it and say something. You're not doing anything about it. So yeah. do it. Okay. And, and don't be a critic of uh, yourself either. Yeah. I, I think we can give ourselves a break. Um, yeah. There's a Extend nice mercy to church. ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. Nice sister church says that sometimes. And I think, yeah, you know what? We need to give ourselves a break uh, from time to time and, and reset and, and um, you know, Try again tomorrow. Do those kind of things. So I think that's good. That's a good uh, a good treatment of of, um, of what we talked about in in James three. Um, and that's that's pretty real stuff. I'll just say, like this is where we live. That what we hear and say to each other. That's where we live day in and day out. That's pretty real stuff. And I hope we can make that real in our lives. I I hundred percent think so. I mean, like I said, what can you do this way, this day, this week, this month? What can you do if you were to make a commitment to say some nice things? Maybe you are a hothead. You can try to say, well, I'm going to not say bad things. But what if you replace that with saying, I'm going to compliment my kids with at least three different nice things today. Somewhere along the line, I'm going to slip yeah. that in. It's a great um, idea. Or I'm going to go do some my neighbor. I'm going to compliment them with something. Or I'm going to you know, help them. Again, do something in your own. What's your local orbit that you can do something in to make a difference? And if everybody were doing that, I know it's a tall order. But if everybody were doing that just a little bit, the difference would be immense in this, in this. Um... Yeah. Oh, so, Hey, to our audiences listening now, you want to do something really nice, like, and subscribe, not because you think <laughs> that Carrie's super, super uh, awesome. And, and, uh, and that I'm super handsome, <laughs> which is not the case. But anyway, um, if you were to uh, do something nice and spread this, that would help us out um, doing those things. So think about doing something nice for somebody today. And even if you don't like and subscribe, which you probably should, but even if you didn't, didn't do that, um, do something nice for someone. Make a commitment right now to do something nice, say something nice, or do some act of service, whether it's a ministering person or you're someone in your, uh, in your neighborhood. Um, see what good it does. And then what if that became a habit? What if, Carrie, that became a habit? Yeah. I, in fact, maybe, and I don't want to, we don't want to beat this horse to death, but maybe I'll just share an example real quick. Um when we had, uh, when all our kids were young, right, and we had uh, six kids that were uh, from 10 to zero. So uh, they, they were, we had a bunch of young kids all at once. And uh, we were finding that, like, they were kind of getting after each other and stuff. And we started to say, are they learning this from us? And because we were often yeah. having to get after them about getting after oh, yeah. each other, right? Yeah. And and so my wife and I tried this. Someone had suggested this. I can't remember where we got it, but we tried it. I think we tried it for four days, maybe maybe five where we said, we are not going to say, we will only say positive things. Any teaching that we need to do has to be positive. So you can't say, hey, stop doing that. You have yeah. to find a, a positive way to do it. Right. Man, it was hard. It, it actually was yeah. really, really difficult to never say anything that, that wasn't positive. It, it, that was difficult. But I, I don't know what a difference, what kind of a difference it made for my kids. But I felt so edified and uplifted from it. Like it made a huge difference for me. And I wish that I was still doing that and doing it better, but uh, it made a difference for me. So maybe just choose a couple of days where you say, I'm, I'm not going to say anything negative at all in any way for these days, only positive. And uh, I'm, I'm going to try that myself. So I'm, I'm committing myself to that. Okay. Well, I'll do that too. Again, if we're going to talk about uh, faith in Alma 32, where he says, experiment on my words. So let's try that. Let's experiment on these words. Let's, let's take James at his word and, and experiment on See if we can make a difference uh, in our, our homes, our families, our neighborhoods uh, to try to 
try to build those things. James, in James uh, 4, verse 4, he talks about friendship of the world is enmity with God. And again, this, he's coming back to his his uh, admonition to stay out of the world. And again, that doesn't mean that you have to be weird and, and um, uh, aloof and not part of that. He's saying stay out of the the, the, the trappings of the world that, that, that we get. I don't know those things that that you know that bring only temporary uh, pleasure um, that are in in indulging the wrong type of urges that we have. Stay away yeah. from those things. We we could even put it this way from President Nelson, where he says that the world teaches us that we should pursue um, popularity, power, uh, pleasures of the flesh, and possessions. Right. Those okay, the four yeah. Bs he said. yeah, that's right. And, and he says it, it tells you the world tells you, you should pursue that and that will give you peace and rest. But they cannot. They're not that's capable right. of it. Right. It's that that kind of an idea that the world too easily determines our values. And I love that. I mean, I think it's maybe one of the most pertinent and powerful phrases for us right now that friendship with the world is enmity with God, that you cannot. Here's another way of saying it. You cannot serve God and man. God and man, yeah. Yeah. You cannot try and and pursue things both from that myopic worldly point of view and from a godly celestial point of view. And we just need to start thinking celestial. Uh, and, and everything we're judging, think, okay, this may do this. Uh, and, and by judging, I mean thinking, assessing. Am I going to do this in my life? How am I going to do it? What am I pursuing? What am I thinking? How am I thinking about it? Um Am I going to do this in a way that, well, am, is the way I'm doing it giving me a, this short-term advantage, or is that giving me the celestial advantage I want? And and just try right. and really think celestial about all of it. Yeah. And there's, look, there's nothing wrong with having some money. I know some people have lots of money and are very generous with it, and I'm very thankful for that. So that's great. It's not about that. It's not about having some good things. But again, it's where the pride comes in. If you're right. starting to think you're better than somebody because of what you have, Ah, like a, a Reed Benson, who was a teacher of mine at uh, at BYU, and I was there. Yeah. He'd say, "If the if the body, if you think you're doing better because of the body count below you, you're on the wrong path." I'll tell you. Yeah, anyway, yeah. he was a funny guy. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then and then so this is going to go right along in verse eleven. Speak not evil one of another, brethren. He that speaketh evil of his brother and judge his brother speaketh evil of the law. So, again, this is going back to what we're saying. So let's let's keep the judgment down. Again, he's talking about the things of the world and about don't talk about, don't speak evil. Don't again, not, don't be judging your brother. Again, he's talking about, look, stay in your lane and work on yourself. Um, and, and think celestial and think celestial. Yeah. Again, yeah. what's the long-term goal? Everybody's on our path. Everybody's on this path and they're trying. So encourage them. If they're not doing the right thing, encourage them in the right way with positive thinking or positive words. Um, and then, of course, at the end of this, he's talking about uh, at verse 16, that boasting uh, cometh of evil, so we shouldn't boast. And then finally, in verse, uh, excuse me, in, uh, in chapter 5, again, he talks about the warning to the rich. What's wrong with the rich? All these, these things that you have, these riches, gold and clothing, money and clothing in our terms, is not going to get you there. It all corrupts. It all goes away. You can't take it with you. Uh, so where are you putting your labor? What are you laboring for? Where are you putting your effort? Um, there's a whole thing that, you know, wherever you put your time, effort, energies, and attention is where you will go. So if you're putting that's it into where your just love doing, will be. that's where your love will be. If you're putting it all into, into earthly things that 
that uh, are cankered and rust and and uh, and are moth eaten, then they'll all go away. It's not going to bring you like you were talking with President Nelson. That's not going to give you long term happiness. It's going to all go away. But if you're putting your stock in long term stocks and bonds, so to speak, <laughs> you're doing it in the eternal things like that. That will get you know if you're building. And that's by the way, that's building people. If you're building your children. And you're building your family. If you're building your neighborhoods, you're building people. Those are things that last. The spirits that will last beyond this earth. If you're putting your time into people, that's what that's what lasts beyond this uh, this earthly life. That's good. That reminds me of not this last conference, but the conference before President Ballard gave a talk where he said the things that are the most important are the things that last the longest. And then he said, so that means your relationships, relationships with God right. and with your family. Those are what lasts the longest. Those are the most important. That's thinking celestial, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, put your stock in in people and in and in spirits, in those souls that will that will uh, that will continue on. And then finally, let's round this out in James five and fourteen. He taught uh, five verse fourteen. He talks about calling on the elders. So here's a here's a uh, why does the church exist? Well, the, President Monson said the church exists to. Um, to strengthen the family. It's an auxiliary of strengthening the family. The church is not an end in, in, in itself. It's not, we're not created here to go to church. The church as a body is here to support the families. If you're sick and you need help, call upon the elders and they shall anoint you with oil. So um, so rely on your ward family and and help them out. And if your neighbors don't have a ward, well, you know, invite them or go serve them as well. Um, and it talks about anointing with oil, which again obviously means blessing, and and we talk about blessing of the sick. But but uh, that's why we have ministers in our church and or home teachers, as it used to be called, home visiting teachers uh, and ministers. Now, that's what they're there for. Call upon them to help you if you need some help. Call out, and and you can be the one, the willing spirit that if you get the call, go help, go anoint them with oil, go be with them, go look for needs, and. Uh, I think that's a nice end to what he's talking about. I think that that that's a nice um, uh, way to bring it back to the beginning. Like it's about investing in the people and about uh, taking care of ourselves and taking care of those around you. Amen. Amen. Well, Kerry, that was a we went a good long time. Um, yeah. Hopefully, people uh, are still with us, or at least they came back. Uh, if they had to pause or stop, they came back and and. Hopefully this was useful to uh, to you and that will will help you to want to be better, to want to share this with others, to share the light of Christ and the love of Christ with others around you. Amen. Yeah, And, and we'll just uh, encourage everyone to uh, come next week. It's going to be First and Second Peter with Jennifer yeah. Lane. She's always great to have on. So uh, tune in for that one and get people ready for that one. And, and we'll remind you that you can get a uh, discount at Siegel Book uh, if, if starting November 15th if you put in Carry 25. Uh, and, but mostly we'll remind you go and love the people around you and love God. Sounds great. Thanks, Carrie. Great to be with you. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you all next week.